Hey, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Innovators Growth Podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Megan. On today's episode, we'll be featuring Pam Marmon, an incredible entrepreneur, speaker, and bestselling author. Pam, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me here, ladies. So to get started, um, you've had multiple experiences as a CEO and currently with Marmon Counseling. Can you please just briefly describe to us what else you've been up to as an entrepreneur? Absolutely. So I actually started my entrepreneurial journey in my 20s. Uh, And probably like many entrepreneurs have had a few businesses that have worked and haven't worked, some successes and some failures. And I think that's just part of the journey. Um, But I have actually stayed in the consulting space my entire time. When I was in my 20, one of the first entrepreneurial journeys that I embarked on was um, with a, I happen to be at a spa and this is kind of how life happens. I happen to be at a spa and happen to be giving my free advice to the spa owner as to how they should improve things. And she thought those were great ideas. And she said, why don't you come and start working with us and do some consulting? And, you know, we'd love to, to have you on our team as part of our team. Now, I should say that at that time, I was fully employed, 100%, like 40 hours a week on the job. I was also going to uh, night school and weekend school to get my MBA. And then I started this side consulting gig. Um, and it was lovely because it, it gave me a really good hands-on learning experience as to how do you run a business? How do you structure it, it without complicating it? Because it was just me. And so that was the beginning. Um, I've had several other businesses. My husband and I have been in business together. He has an, entre- uh, an engineering company. Um, and in the last couple of years, I've launched, actually three years now, I've launched my own consulting firm called Marmon Consulting. Um, prior to that, I had a nonprofit consulting firm specifically helping churches and so this has kind of become an evolved, it's evolved to become my only gig right now at the moment where I focus specifically on helping companies transform, going through large changes, large organizational transformations that they're embarking on. And I come alongside of them, helping them to transform. And also as of this year, the fun part that I've been working on during COVID, um, as you guys mentioned, my book launched and I also developed training specific to change management. And so now I'm offering services and products specific to to change. Hope that sums it up pretty well. But that's been uh, the last, I guess, decade of my life where I've embarked on entrepreneurial adventures. That sounds incredible. Obviously, you've had your hands full for a while. Um, so what kind of inspired you to start your pathway and your journey? Was it your family? Was it your friends or something in your environment? I love that question because it actually takes me back to my country of origin. I was born and raised in Bulgaria. guys probably didn't know that. Uh, And during the time when I was a young child, the country of Bulgaria was under communism. And so entrepreneurship was not even allowed. Um, And then as soon as I I was in, I believe, first grade when communism fell and then the democracy started to flourish, it actually took some time to (laughs) to get to that point. But um, all of a sudden, entrepreneurs emerged from every direction. And my parents Um, became entrepreneurs. And so watching them in a brand new environment where things have had changed and evolved quite quickly. um, And then we came to America. And uh, and so, yeah, I guess I I would say it's been this journey of not having entrepreneurship as even an option to watching my parents uh, figure it out as, uh, you know, in their early 30s as well. And then coming to America and, you know, the land of opportunity certainly has, um, 
kind of provided that in, uh, environment for me to just even explore what would entrepreneurship look like. And, and I've, I have worked for large consulting firms, large organizations, Fortune 500s, Fortune 50s. And so being in all of these spaces has made me realize in my state, stage of life and, and full disclosure, I have young kids. And so as a, as a mom of young kids, what, um, what kind of life do I want to li- live and what defines success based on where I'm at in my, in my career? And so all of these things wrapped together in, uh, also in a virtual environment that we work in right now has really helped me and shaped my, uh, my journey. That's beautiful. So you mentioned the land of opportunities, and I think entrepreneurship in general comes with a lot lot of opportunity, but it also often comes with struggles. So as a CEO, what kind of challenges have you faced? And if you have experienced some, how did you work to overcome them? Yeah, you know, entrepreneurship is a a, a roller coaster journey. And it's beautiful because you take so many risks and you, you know, you always kind of think best case scenario, but it's not always best case scenario. Sometimes it, it really isn't. Um, and, and so for anybody who's just exploring the, the journey of entrepreneurship, know that you are going to have to take some risks, some financial risks, some career risks, uh, you know, risks that will change your, your family lifestyle, you know, and, and so for certain periods of time, you may be working a lot of a lot of hours and you might not be as available to be with your loved ones. Um, and so the risks come in different shapes and sizes, I guess you would say. There have been periods in my business and COVID really was instrumental in all of that where there was no work, there were no clients. Uh, there were periods where uh, I disengaged with clients so that I can be present with my family because of family needs. Uh, and then there are seasons where I have shifted my business model to accommodate my family so that I can be present with my children and also building a business. So it's it's fascinating. I mean, when I look at it, it's not predictable. There is no guarantees. Um, you could fail. And you can succeed. <laughs> it's the and that really drives me because uh, it's it's the people that I that I get to work with and the influence and impact that I get to have that I probably wouldn't have had had I sat back and retrieved and thought to myself, well, the risk is too high. Um, and so for me, it's it's a it's a faith journey as well because you don't know what tomorrow's going to hold. You don't know if there's going to be clients or revenue coming in, and what your expenses are going to add up to. But you do your best and you calculate as much as you can and you plan ahead as as far as you can and you learn. Probably one of my biggest lessons learned was how I think about myself and my business, because the moment I started to think differently about sales and about contracts it actually changed my business. I used to fear it. I used to fear sales. I used to think, well, I'm not really a salesperson. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, until I started to think I can become. And once I became it, the the sales part became more obtainable um, and the process of doing business became much more fluid. fluid. So um, that's a little bit about some of the challenges. I mean, there are definitely seasons where things go well and seasons when things don't go well, but you just have to have a broader perspective um, of, of why you're in business to begin with. And if the why is so strong that you can, you can separate yourself from it, then I think you're more likely to stay on course and persevere through the, the challenging seasons. Yeah, I really, oh, thank you. Sorry, Megan. I was just going to say thank you so much for sharing all of that with us. I really love the, the balance skill that you've been talking about and how you balance, you know, your needs for yourself and your family, but yet your, your career and where it's going to take off and all these different branches of your life. Um, how did you find time to, you know, sit down and find your passion to write your book, 
no one's listening and it's your fault. Yeah. So it, I was just actually thinking about the mentor that I had who encouraged me to do that. There's a, a gentleman here in Nashville where I live and he, he coaches businesses. And I had the opportunity to speak with him once. And I said, actually a couple of times, and I asked him in your business as a, a business coach, what was that pivotal point? Like what turned things around for you? And he said, well, you know, I wrote a book and I started speaking, doing public speaking. Uh, and at the time I had already been thinking about writing a book and this was, I guess, a couple of years ago. Um, and, and I thought, well, I can write a book. I have something to say. <laughs> uh, I can do public speaking. And so it was this little nudge, little insight that somebody gave me that really pushed me forward. And also the reality is because my husband and I are both entrepreneurs, we don't have a safety net. We have to innovate. We have to be creative. We have to take risks. And so um, the need for that really propelled me forward. Um, I was at the right time, at the right spot where I had just launched my business. Um, for the first six months, I made no revenue, you know, and that's the reality of a lot of entrepreneurs where you're creating, inventing, learning. I pivoted multiple times. Every three months, I would shift my attention, my focus on what I do and how I do it, uh, which again is also part of entrepreneurship, just this agility that you need. And so when the book came out, I published it right at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, and it went, it became a bestseller. And I think just people need it hope in the in the midst of all the change that we were going through um, and because of the book i ended up creating products and licensed materials and you know so many beautiful things came as a result of that hard work uh, but going back to the challenges of even writing it i i created the space and the time every day to write i know a lot of people want to write books and that's so wonderful but without the discipline and without someone holding you accountable to get it done it's challenging to do it and so every day I created the time and the space I got up early in the morning before my family, my kids were up so that I can write. Um, and I followed a process. I worked with a wonderful publisher that helped me get from beginning to end. And then we just did it. In about 10 months, we published the book and it was a success. That's amazing. And you talk about the fact that like this is something you weren't necessarily that familiar with going into. So that required a lot of change on your behalf. And we also noticed that throughout your book, you actually emphasize the importance of change. So I wanted to ask you, when you hear the word change, what immediately comes to mind? Oh, my mind lights up when I think of change. It is such a beautiful, beautiful experience. And I know so many people fear it. So many people are afraid to change, afraid of change, afraid that change will happen to them. Uh, and I wrote the book because I wanted to help people understand how beautiful change can be, not to fear it, but to embrace it and to seek it because it's natural. We as human beings progress through change. Like we love it. We crave it. We need it. And if we start thinking about change differently, if we think about change as emotional and change as personal, and we're part of making change happen, our ability to adapt becomes easier. It will never be easy. <laughs> I think there are certain circumstances where I will never say change is easy. It's that the process of changing doesn't have to be hard. And the more equipped leaders become to be better at leading through change, the better for the employees, the better for the people, the better for the families of those employees and the communities of those companies. Uh, it just triggers so many different on so many different levels uh, that impact that we can have. Uh, and so thank you so much for asking that question. I think for me, change is such a wonderful, beautiful gift that we have as people to be able to adapt to our environments, to be able to innovate and create and, uh, and, and make something bigger and better than where we found it. Uh, and if we don't fear it, we're more likely to embrace it. 
Yeah, of course. And you mentioned that change is never easy, but you said with the proper process, it can be a little less hard. And actually, we realized that one of your quotes is with the proper process, change is not hard. Um, Can you actually elaborate on the meaning behind that quote? Yeah, you know, I when I started my business, I felt the freedom to say what I really wanted to say. And what I really wanted to say was change is not hard. And I knew that if I work for other organizations, I couldn't say that. Because people would laugh and say, you're crazy. That's not that's not true. <laughs> change is hard. Uh, but I wanted to give people hope because when they when they hear a statement like that, it catches their attention because it's so counter what we've been told. We've been told that change is hard. Um, and, and I wanted to show them that with the proper process, you don't have to fear it. You don't have to hide from it. You can embrace it. You can be successful through it. You can really persevere through change. And so that, that quote is actually instrumental. I, I have it all over the place now just to remind myself <laughs> that the proper process change is not hard. We can do it. We can do it, everybody. Come on. So, yeah. I love how passionate you are about talking about change and how excited you look and so willing to talk about what you show in your book is great. And, you know, as a young entrepreneur ourselves, I think hearing you talk about that is so passionate. So as a young entrepreneur for myself and our listeners, why do you think it's so important for us um, at a young age to understand change? I think it's important because you will need to adapt and you will need to evolve uh, because your first idea is not going to be your only idea and your f- first business is not going to be your only business. You're going to have a lot of businesses. And uh, unless you're able to assess what the market needs, what the problem you're solving is, what solutions you offer, what uh, just there's so many things that are going to require you to be flexible because you may be serving one market in the U.S., maybe totally different in Europe or Asia or Africa, you know, wherever you're serving it might require you to not be rigid and the more flexible and agile we are in the way we think. And the more uh, we understand humans, people, the behavioral side of people, the better we are at serving and connecting with others and relationships is how we build businesses. So I think the importance of knowing how to change is critical to the success of any entrepreneur, uh, whether a business succeeds or fails. Like we just, we have to be adaptable and we have to pick ourselves back up and say, what did I learn? How can I do something different now. I love that. Change. (laughs) I love that. Being flexible is something we all need to, you know, take a little note of. And then lastly, what's one piece of advice you'd love to leave with our young entrepreneurs today? Don't wait until you think you're ready. Start now. Don't wait. You don't have to. And it doesn't have to be perfect because you're going to fail. That's just inevitable. We all do. And that's normal. So just do it. Get out there start small. Don't, don't think you have to have this grand idea. Start anything, but start because if you don't start it, then you're, you're never going to enjoy the beauty of entrepreneurship, which comes with freedom and adventure. And there's a thrill every single day that you get to experience through entrepreneurship. So just go do it. Well, Pam, thank you again for taking the time to meet with us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, this is Innovators Growth Podcast, where we inspire the next generation of young entrepreneurs.